Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 74 of the Rocket Punch Cast. As always, I'm your host, Cameron. This is Will. Hello. In case you did not know, for people that are listening, I also have to say hello, watchers, viewers, people that are watching us on YouTube and Twitch. We really thank you guys for coming in, tuning in, checking out what we're doing here. This is the relaunch episode. Yay. Yes. <laughs> A lot of hard work. I'm not, I'm not going to lie about that. A lot of hard work getting this done. It's, um, uh, it's been busy. That's an understatement. A very big understatement, sir. So, first and foremost, let's get this out of the way. This is the, like I said, this is the relaunch episode. For the last couple of weeks, we've been teasing stuff, telling people, oh, tune in. We've got a lot. we got more. More is coming. And today is the day, September 3rd, that we finally rolled some of that out. And it's been a crazy ride, but I think we've got a lot of great content that we're here to show you guys, viewers and listeners alike, to tune in. Do we, what have your feelings been the past few weeks, just getting this stuff ready? I've just been looking for the light at the end of the tunnel. Now that we're here, um, apparently we are enjoying some glorious and luxurious lag. Oh yeah, no, I love the lag. I mean, love the lag. That's life. That is life. And, and of course, this is one of the first big times we're doing something at this scale in a while. So definitely hang hang tight with us there as we kind of fine tune, tweak everything, get everything just right for you guys there. But first and foremost, let's talk about the relaunch. That's the big yep. thing. That's what everybody's here to figure out. Like, what what is this relaunch? We had a lot of well, for people that don't know, number one, go check out rockabunchago.com. The website has gotten a complete redesign. Looks totally different from what it was before. If it's your first time looking at the website, then thank you for checking out for the first time. But we've been doing this since 2015. I think we've been doing pretty well. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. And But, you know, we talked about in our promo stuff and our teaser stuff, we wanted to become more and do more. And what does that mean? I think that we put up a pretty good explanation of what we're talking about with more over on our site. Um, if you click the, the first article, it'll definitely, it's a good read, I think. But what we're doing now is just in becoming more, we want to offer you guys more stuff. We want to be more polished and execute on a lot more things for you. And that's what we intend to do. Um, so let's go through some of the main highlights there. We've got the brand new website. Uh, Patreon's been updated. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've got our Discord chat, our Discord server is completely available for free to everyone. And if you're a patron um, over at patreon.com slash rocket punch, you, you have your own little private chat you can join in and talk with. And we're definitely going to up that as more. But the big juicy stuff or is the content. Now, we, we rolled the site out around noon, 1 o'clock today, a little bit earlier in the day. Yeah. To kind of let people tease what's going on. And so let's go through some of those All right. projects there. Um, number one that we're updating is as far as the pieces of content that we're doing is the rocket punch cast. And so what we're doing with the rocket punch cast is we're actually really not a whole lot. The big thing is video. And as mm-hmm. I know, I see some of the, um, Video's a little iffy right now. That might be a connection. We've got a, we've got hooked in every. Just so people know, everything's running off of this guy's laptop. So he's all but three ports are in use. <laughs> so he's pushing it to the limit. But what we're doing is with the Rocket Punch Cast, we are now doing it in video. Every Rocket Punch Cast episode will be on video. We'll be streaming here at Twitch.tv/RocketPunch Live every Sunday at seven p.m. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just uh, I saw Chris Scott's uh, like blame will. Blame yeah. will. <laughs> keep, keep that going. I, I love that. Hashtag blame will. <laughs> but we will be streaming every Sunday at 7 p.m. over on twitch.tv slash rocket punch live. Or if you're a YouTube person, because I know you're out there, youtube.com slash rocket punch go is where you can go to get that taken care of and watch our streams there. So if you're on Sunday nights, you got nothing to watch. Guess what? You can come watch us talk about video games and the microphones is what we love doing. Huzzah. And that's the big thing there. Also a big update for the Rocket Punch cast is that because we're doing video in the audio, 
if you are a Patreon subscriber, you will actually get the archive of the video and the audio a day early before anybody else. Um, and then the video and audio for everyone in general will go live on Tuesdays. So little, little extra bonus for our Patreon fans. I think, I think this worth it. I think our, our Patreons guys are keeping us afloat. They're keeping the lights on in this room. So we definitely appreciate your help there. Number two is Tangus Bank. Yes. Yes. This was probably any, any comments on Tangus Bank from you. You're the, you're the Tangus Bank guy. This is the host of Tangus Bank, our Blizzard uh, podcast. Yes. Honestly, it's been on hiatus for a little bit because we had to put in a lot of extra work, but yeah, don't worry. True. It'll be back. We're going to continue to resurrect Deckard Kane every Sunday. So that every you, Sunday, that way we can bring you the most glorious stay a while and listen <laughs> and then go from there and uh, get some lore. And then hopefully, hopefully there'll actually be something good to talk about other than destiny Two hitting the battle deck client. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't bleed that in too much of the blizzard stuff, but tank and spank will be there. Um, we've had a lot of revamps for that. So that was probably like the least touched content for our relaunch. But you'll still be able to find new episodes of Tangent Spank every Thursday um, as we record them, and bonus episodes for all of our Patreon members as well. So you know we didn't we're we're not we're not going to leave the Patreon members out, of course. No, 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 no. Next up, number three, Creator Spotlight. That looks logo looks a little different, but it's still the same great Creator Spotlight. I know that we've had Creator Spotlight on hiatus for a good while. Uh, one of the big reasons there is just coordinating and finding people to talk to. Um, but good news, I found a bunch of people to talk to, and we've got a lot of plans for Creator Spotlight. So definitely keep tuning in to Creator Spotlight. That is, um, new episodes will go up as we record them, but they will be up on Fridays, and we'll give everybody plenty of time and announcement to let them know it's coming. Um, we'll let you know now that we do have a new one this Friday, which is the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, the 8th of September. Yep. And we'll have a new episode of Creator Spotlight going back on podcast services around the globe, as we like to say. And also, Patreon subscribers, you will get bonus sessions of those Creator Spotlight episodes as they go live as well. So you know, keeping that Patreon love going here, you kind of see a theme a little bit. Um, but we're really, I'm really excited to show this one off. I have somebody I've wanted to get on for a while. So what you're telling me is it's not the dragons that are coming. It's the, the creators are coming. The creators are coming. Yeah, we're going to be George R.R. R. Martin and just, the creators are coming. Oh, they're coming. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just saying. But the big thing about those three, those are our three main podcasts that you guys can definitely check out on iTunes. I believe they're on Google Play or other podcast services if you can find them. Um, one thing I'll say before we keep going to those is definitely if you get the chance, rate and review our podcasts on those podcast services. Uh, not a lot of people know that those help us a lot and um, make us more discoverable to other people that may not hear about us, especially outside of the Southeast United States. So definitely when you get the chance, take a few minutes, go to page, um, just go to those podcast services, subscribe, helps our numbers up. Even if you don't listen on the podcast service, subscribe, it helps us and rate and review. That really helps us out. Really gets yes. our discoverability up. Next one, the fun one, rocket punch live. That's been gone for a while. We're bringing that back with a little bit umph, a little bit of SNL, Saturday Night Live you feel. Um, this, for people that don't know, this is our streaming platform. This is where we stream our games. Um, going forward, there, we're going to be doing Rock Punch Live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, for, my, for my man Chris Scott out there, we planned that for you. We're trying to help you out, too. We don't want to clash. Um, except this week, <laughs> except for this week, this week um, is something special. Oh yeah. The first rocket punch live coming back will be destiny Two. So go ahead and mark your calendars. That's going to be September 7th, which is this Thursday at 8 PM. Um, we're going to be having a lot of fun playing through destiny Two. give everybody else a day to kind of play it on their own. So, you know, we, we, because we love you guys so much there, but anytime you're wanting to look at streams, look at the latest games that we have, maybe it's just games we want to play. Twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch Live, YouTube.com slash Rocket Punch Go. You're already here if you're watching us on video. So it's definitely the place to check out. Next one. These are two. These, from here on, these are new ones. Yeah. Yeah. I would say this is, this is uh, the new hotness, as it were. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to Will Smith. I got a drink because my throat hurts because I've been talking so much. But I'm going to let Will. Will, talk to us about community events. 
So, if you've been paying attention to Rocket Punch for a little while, you may have noticed some things we've done in the past. Either attending events or hosting a Sony 3 stream. You know, things along those lines. We want to make that more of a main staple because we haven't had enough time doing that. So, we've decided to throw something together for everybody. Yes. We are going to be any community events we can create and host and push, we will. But also, we're going to try to find the coolest geek and uh, gaming culture-related events in the area and highlight them and yep. push them. Because, darn it, this is Huntsville. We got more PhDs per capita than anywhere else in the U.S. Damn right. We got nerds here. Damn right. Let's and go do nerdy things. Exactly. And we really want to, especially going forward with Rocket Punch, we want to drive community home and show everyone all the awesome community stuff that is around here in the Huntsville area. And maybe even further beyond that depends on how far we can take when we're willing to take and we're able to take uh, community events. I can definitely let everybody know the first community event should be at the next after hours game dev group. Um, I'll be actually doing a kind of talk about building a community. So definitely mark your calendars for Sunday, September 20th at 7 p.m. Um, if you're not sure where that is, you can definitely go to rockpunchgo.com. We've got all the details on where that's located at. So come out, listen to the talk. You can come meet us. You can also meet other members of the community. If you're a game dev and you're watching the stream archive or you're listening to this, it's definitely um, a community event you definitely want to come out to. Uh, we know the guys that run the game dev meetup, and they're really awesome, and they're really willing to help and working hard to build a community here in our hometown of Huntsville, Alabama. That's just that. They're genuinely cool dudes. Maybe you should go and just see what's up. Yeah, that, except for that Austin guy. Uh, well, yeah, uh, you got to be careful around him. I, I mean, it is him. Austin. Yeah, I don't know about him. The next one, in the last piece of content that we've got, it's called Bites. What the hell is that? Number one, I, 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 I don't know. What is a bite? Uh, well, it's a computer memory. No, I'm, it's not, <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. That's too tongue-in-cheek. Number one, I, I definitely oh. want to talk, like, we... Where did we get this style from? <laughs> if anybody recognized it, let us know in chat. I'm curious. Uh, actually, no, that needs to stay within us. Uh, we'll let we'll let you know personally if you got it right. Okay, okay, yeah. If guess, kind of look at the style and if, guess the theme and the influence, and then we may for, or for may that not logo. tell you. Oh yeah, but what bites is is kind of a shorter form. I would say radio station that we have. Um, we kind of found and discovered a cool little app called Anchor. Yes. Uh, which is pretty cool and allows us to record not only when we record here, but also on the go. So you can actually go to anchor.fm slash rocket punch and to our bytes page. Or if you're too lazy, shame on you, you can actually go just follow us on Twitter. And as we create little bytes, what, what that's for is any random stuff we want to talk about mm -hmm. will or myself separately or together in the geeking geek space in the gaming space and maybe in life in general. Maybe we just finished a game and we want to spoil some things. Yep. Or maybe we're going to go talk about that Marvel movie that just came out because Lord knows they release enough of them. Exactly. <laughs> then bites is the place you want to go. They're very short. They won't last more than a few minutes, but it's a really cool thing to kind of get to know us on a much more personal level and kind of see and we can actually have quick reactions. So when we finish playing a game, we can immediately jump on there and say, oh my God, I just finished playing this game. Here are my thoughts on it. Or if we have the, these experiences or thoughts on certain things that happen in the gaming industry as a whole, we can give those thoughts to you just like that. Instead of having to wait each week for the Rocket Punch cast or Tank and Spank to come up. And I, this, this is probably one of my most favorite things. I'm really excited to see how we leverage that. And I'm really excited to see how the community responds to that. So... Definitely, again, anchor.fm slash rocket punch. You can go in there and subscribe and like our station and kind of tune in or just follow us on social media or it's all there at rocketpunchgo.com. Everything we've talked about is always going to be there. You can definitely find that there. It is that all of our content? That's all the content. That's all the new content. Other than actually just talking about our content, you guys noticed that. If you've been following us for a while, we've had a lot and a little bit of content. And what we did is we decided to take those six core things and focus on those. So going forward, those are the six pieces of content you're going to see us, Rocket Punch, yep. focus on moving forward to make sure that's honed in. No, <laughs> I'm looking at chat right now. 
Credible Threat says, isn't that enough content? No, it's not. We want more, but we're only two people, so we have to live this with This isn't six. the price is right. All right? <laughs> it's <laughs> not Burger King. You can't have it your way. Um, but we're really focused on that and making the best possible content we can, not only for ourselves, but for you guys in the community. We really want to get out there a little bit more, talk with the community, interact with you guys a lot more. Because, Will, like you said, there is a huge base here in Huntsville but not even just in Huntsville, just around the country and around the world. We definitely want to reach out and talk to you guys and hang out with you guys and make friends and you know see what you guys like and what you don't like. And so that's one of the ideas and mentalities behind our content that we have. Yes. Now, I do have to reply. Um, Chris, it's not a full-time job. Rocket Punch is love. Rocket Punch is life. It's life for life, son. Hashtag Rocket Punch for life. Get that started real quick. But... <laughs> That is our content. Like I said at, earlier at the beginning of the show, the website has gotten a complete redesign, rocketpunchgo.com. Literally now is your one-stop shop for everything that we do. If you ever are confused about where stuff is, where to go, where are we streaming, when are we streaming, when the next event, when's the next piece of content, where do you go? Uh, rocketpunchgo.com? That's right. Oh, my God, he got it. Oh, man, I was, I was nervous for a second. I didn't know if you were going to get that right. I'm run for <laughs> But that's going to be your one place to go. We've made the site a lot simpler, a lot easier for you guys to get our content directly there. And you're not having to jump through hoops or different menus to find specific pieces of content. It's just a button click away. And the other big thing as well is if you love our content, if you're excited about our content and want to help, I always like doing the plug. It's um, You can go to our Patreon site at patreon.com slash rocket punch. That's gotten a nice little facelift as well. Um, we are for our patron subscribers that are watching now, we're still updating a few things on there as well. Yes. But um <laughs> as far as the main overall and the redesign of Patreon page, it's good to go. I will definitely say it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, the graphics on Patreon. Just if you ever do a, your own Patreon in the future, just a little side note. But um Is there I think, like patreon.com slash feedback or something? I'm sure there is. We'll have to give them some feedback if other people haven't given them. Um, uh, uh, Overwatch fans should enjoy our different tier names now. We uh, Just a little tease there for people to go swing by and check that out. But if you are really liking what we're doing, definitely get, uh, consider supporting us on Patreon. We will definitely say that you don't have to support us on Patreon. If you can't do it for any reason, then guess what? You don't have to. All of it's our all content good. is free. But we've got, for our patrons and the people that are helping us keep the lights on, as we like to say, there's going to be extra bonus episodes, extra content, extra streams, Q&As, swag, cool little exclusive pins. We got some new pins. Yeah, we did. That or, only patrons are going to be able to get. Or maybe I've been cooking up some pretty cool wallpapers that you may want. You never know. I'm, I'm going to do the Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> then patreon.com slash rocket punch is going to be your place. But again, like we said, if you can't support us for any reason, then all you have to do is just continue to consume our content and tell us what you think. Give us feedback. And that alone helps us keep going. Maybe give us a little rate and review on iTunes or whatever podcast service you prefer. I like, I like, see me. That's why, that's why you're here. That's why I like Shh, you. Don't tell anybody, <laughs> but we're not going to get too deep in the weeds on our relaunch there. Again, we have our discord chat. We have our social. If you guys have any questions about the relaunch, you can come ask us on social Go to rocketpunchgo.com. There's now a contact page. If you want to send us something anonymously, give us comments, questions about content we have, suggestions on new content we can do, or maybe to improve our content we have. Or maybe a question to the show. Exactly. Go to rocketpunchgo.com slash contact will be your place to go to check all that out. But no, Chris, you're not allowed to flip tables on our podcast. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. We're really excited going forward because we've got a lot of new stuff. There is a lot of stuff we're going to be doing over the next couple of months and going forward. We're going to have guests on the show, a lot more. So definitely be ready for that. Um, the new content that we've rolled out, we're definitely going to leverage a lot more. So I'm really excited, but it's oh, time. Yeah. It's time. We got we one got, other we got, thing. What's the other thing? So you know Texas, right? I do know Texas. Um, yes. Kind of getting in with our table talk here. Speak a little bit on that because I can't. I've got friends in Texas. And... Yeah. So with the recent events in Texas, a lot of people know that several cities are underwater. They're still draining and trying to do what they can. Several folks are without power. I 
I grew up in a large chunk of my life in Miami, so I know what this is like to be hit by a hurricane and have to go through a lot of this. Now, I was lucky enough to never have to have the house washed away or filled Very with good, water, yeah. um, but I know what it's like to not have power and to try to not be, try to just get down the road, not even get to work or any of that stuff. Just hey, we're existing. Let's go clean up. We got to cut a tree down or clean all that out. So not quite to what they're experiencing, mm. but we do want to mention that the Red Cross is taking donations via text. Yes. And if you are able to give, please try and do so. Yep. You, I've put up the instructions. You can also just look up the Red Cross, the American Red Cross. They have all kinds of stuff on their website if you don't yep. want to do it via your phone bill. And you can go from there. But the easiest way right now is via text message, and that's why we made that little graphic to yep. just remind and folks. With the recent stuff, we definitely wanted to mention that on our relaunch as well. If you can give to definitely help the people affected by the damage and devastation over in Texas, then definitely reach out. You know, there are other places besides Red Cross. This is just one avenue there. Um, another good one is the Food Bank of Corpus Christi. They are able to, they're accepting donations on their side as well. Okay. Um, several of the food banks in that area. Mm-hmm. So if there's a town where you have people that you know are affected and you want to help in that area, you can look their local food banks up as well. That's okay. possibly a more direct path than the Red Cross because they're all over the country. Yep. So... But this is the easiest one. Easiest if you don't one. want to put in some legwork and look up your local food bank for the areas you feel the most about, then this is the way to go. Most definitely. That was a little somber moment. I was, uh, I'm feeling a little bit here. Yeah, but it's important. It is very important. But you know what else is important? It's time to properly start episode 74 of the Rocket Punch cast. Oh, is that what this is? That's exactly what this is. Okay. We sit down. We have groups of friends at this table Talk about video games and the microphones. So let's do that. Will, what you been playing this week, bro? So I may have hit you up on Twitter for something because we both played this game. Yes, you were doing God's work this week. Yes. I really appreciate that. Well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they put a a Gundam game out in beta. Yes. So, Um, of course, I have to download it. And they'd be like, oh, wait, mine's downloading? Cam, where you at? Yeah. (laughs) If you don't know, I'm a big Gundam fan. So when Will um, messaged me about Gundam versus... Which came out in the open beta for this weekend. Probably by the t- if you're watching this live now, there's still time to play it. If you're listening to this via audio, you it'll it probably be out. It'll be over by now. What were your thoughts on the beta? Um, Tall Geese is my man. <laughs> Tall Geese is my boy. Let me tell you something about uh, our Lord and Savior Tall Geese. <laughs> it, I, I kid, I kid. It, it's no uh, Wing Gundam or Gundam, you know, but mm-hmm. or Gun- Mobile Gundam Exia and all that stuff. <laughs> there's too many. It's too many. Dude. There's literally like 50 plus Gundams in here that you can choose from. And all I have to say is it is absolutely insane that Bamco is getting away with this Dragon Ball Fighters and everything else going on all at the same time. For your for your quick fix of anime bullshit. And guess what? Bandai Namco's got you covered. Yes. Um, I played. Oh, no, no, no. Epion is hot trash. Don't you forget it. <laughs> it. I, I actually appreciated. I didn't know they had Gundam Double in there, so they had Exia. Yeah, Exia, Kyrios, uh, and Kyrios. Kyr- oh, now the funny thing is, they didn't have. I can't remember the name of the real big, the big that, one, the big yeah. heavy one that essentially turned into something else. That I, that should tell you something right there is the fact <laughs> you can't remember the name. Look, all right. All I know is it's not. They also don't have the Twin Solar uh, Exia Reborn. Oh yeah, no that's that's pre-order DLC. Don't worry about that. Don't get, they got you covered. Don't worry. Oh Jesus! It, but please if, don't do that to me. If you're an anime fan and the Gundam fan, I would definitely say give it a shot. If you've still got time, if you're watching now, or at least wait until the game comes out, maybe see some reviews. I, it was fun. It was what I could definitely say is what I expected out of the beta. Yes. And out of the game as a whole, very kind of sandbox. Oh, yeah, they didn't even do any kind of effort to render anything around me. I was in a digital, uh, like, blue room, and that that's all Yeah, I like, there wasn't anything complicated about the game, and basically, I, I did the wave one, where you fight waves of enemies that come at you. Yeah, I, I did the mirror fight, so I just cranked the uh, difficulty and fought another tall geese. Okay, yeah, not bad. But it, I definitely say, like I said, if you're a Gundam fan, I think you'll love it. For other people there, it's good. Maybe wait for a demo before you jump in and decide to slam down 60 bucks for it. Well, it is a beta. Yeah. Maybe when the game comes out and launches, then we'll see how it is. <sighs> if it gets better than this, I'm going to have to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
hey man, Bandai Namco is always there to collect your money. They're doing it for Doken Battle. Jesus Christ. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't mean to bring that up. No, no. What oh else? no, 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 no. It's okay. I mean, we're only in the uh, the cooler event now, <laughs> the physical cooler event. Yes, yes. Oh, oh my god. god, it will Doken never Battle. end. Never. <laughs> what else have you been playing besides Doken Battle? No, Doken Battle is life. Doken Battle. Is roll life. my eyes hard <laughs> to the right here. Actually, I played Destiny. I went back and fired up the old Destiny. Okay. Getting a little taste to see the differences when Destiny 2 comes out by the time this goes live. So I, I do have to say that, honestly, my, my favorite thing about OG Destiny is at this point it's polished. I didn't have any of the beta glitches or any of that stuff. The thing I hated the most about it is I'm going to lose my fate bringer. Oh, man, look, man, you're... No, look, all right, I love my Vault of Glass raid weapons. They're the best weapons in the game. You're... Forget Yallerhorn. Don't care. Give me you're, my Fatebringer. You're, you're my holding on too much to the past. Let it go. Give it away. Move on to the new stuff. Whoa. You do it in WoW. Why don't you do it in Destiny? No, I have a bank full of old gear. And they'll be useless once Destiny 2 comes out. So. No, it's T-Mog items, dude. Oh, my God. Don't, don't Let me get T-Mog in Destiny. Don't, we'll be good. You do not need... Transmog and Destiny. Don't yes, yes. I, no, I need that. <laughs> you don't need that. What you do need in your life, however, is what I've been playing. Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. No, no, don't, 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 don't shit on it just like yet, okay? I, I'm not shitting on it, but I also haven't bought it because I don't like Rabbids. Oh, I mean, I, I don't care either way about Rabbids, but as soon as they said Mario cross XCOM, I was sold. I was like, Done. No, no, see, there's an XCOM engine, and then they put Rabbids in there instead. <laughs> so, no, it's immediately hot trash. Mario is the only redeeming feature of that game. <laughs> no, I, know. I I have played. <laughs> <laughs> we have one. Chat says we'll tote shit on it. Hey, you know, I, I, I will say playing Kingdom Battle, number one, if you are an, if you are an XCOM fan, in any shape, form, or fashion, you love tactical RPGs, and you have a Switch, get this game. It is very fun. It feels very simple for now. I'm still in the first world, but I've gotten at least past the mid-boss. Okay. Um, which was a big, rabid piranha plant that shot like fireballs a crazy fucking distance away from you, from itself. And it was that was a pretty hard fight. But I really... I will say Ubisoft did a very good job convincing people that this is not an Ubisoft game. I swear if booting this up, you're like, this is a Mario game. Like, and I think that's the point they're wanting to hit with people is that when you see this, you're like, Oh, Nintendo made this game. They didn't Ubisoft did, but they are, they have leveraged that license so hard. And it actually, it kind of brings apart a question. Maybe we'll talk about later about, should Nintendo continue doing like these third party deals where people kind of cr do a crossover event with some other property that people want to do to leverage the Nintendo license? I have a stupid idea. Okay. Hear me Not out. Not surprised. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I'm just imagining a giant middle finger. <laughs> no, no, we're uh, in video now. You can do that live. It's okay. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's totally fine. Um, no, uh, as far as that goes, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, you know what? F-Zero cross Forza Horizon. Uh, my brain hurts thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I wow, know. my brain hurts. I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm, that. I, that was... <laughs> it'll never happen because Microsoft not, not and, Sony, they and Nintendo... Me, they they got to make F-Zero first before they can cross over. And they oh, had no, one they already while. made F-Zero back in the day. Be, that's uh, good. That's good enough. Four words back in the day. <laughs> they got a Captain Falcon model. We're good. Yeah, that's all you need. So you but, get the Captain Falcon model, all right? And okay. fine, we, we throw Forza out. They're, tr they're hot trash anyway. Kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> they're, they're okay. So. Um, and then what you do is you just get like the latest Need for Speed game. Well, that's low-hanging fruit right there. <laughs> um, it, no, Mario Rabbits, it's really cool. Um, I will definitely <laughs> say the difficulty ramps up pretty hard. Uh, it does... I've, like I said, I've only played in World 1-1, but some of those battles get a little tricky. Um, but it gives you enough time to learn the mechanics. Kind of like how you, the movement across the board is really cool. I really like that. Um, but other than that, I, I would definitely, if you're an XCOM fan, definitely get it. If you're itching for new games on the Switch, I would definitely say try it out. I might like, I might recommend for Nintendo to maybe get like a demo 
and put pop it on there for people to try it out. But it's a really fun game. I don't. I think there are a few flaws that I've seen so far, but I haven't gotten through a lot of the game. Um, probably I'll maybe have like a play diary or something on Anchor or not Anchor, but our Bytes thing on Anchor. So definitely um, follow Bytes, our new piece of content there, and kind of see my impressions on Kingdom Battle. So chat brought up a good point. And yes, I did just read that. Um, God of War x Kid Icarus. Once Nintendo has enough money to buy Sony's gaming division. (laughs) Sorry, I got real sick. My bad. I I didn't. Oh, man. Okay. Might have to take some, you know, Tums or something. Oh, that that will never happen. Oh, wait. Hang on. Let's go really stupid here. Like, ultra stupid. All right. We take Mario and Sonic because they'll have bought Sega by the time they buy Sony. And we and we cross both of those with Little Big Planet. <laughs> oh my god, you're e you, I I'm gonna need you to drink some more of that coffee and calm down just a little bit. <laughs> eh, there are worse things in life. <laughs> but that's our table talk. That's what we've been playing. Not a bad week considering we also did this relaunch and did all this stuff yeah. on top of playing some games, so I don't know how we had the time between our other regular life. Oh jeez, man. What's a regular life? Exactly. Rock punches. Hashtag rock punches life. Is this even real life? <laughs> but since we talk, ended with Kingdom Battle, let's talk a little bit about Nintendo. We're going to jump to our first topic of the show. Our Nindies. Ah, Nindies. In Nintendo. Um, for people who do not know, we'll link it in the show notes for our listeners here. But... They had a nice, cool video this week, um, a Nindy-focused video, about 15 to 20 minutes, had a lot of cool little indie games coming to the Switch. Yep. Um, a very rapid fire, like boom, 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 here's a game, here's when it's coming, here's a game, here's when it's coming. And I wanted to take some time to talk about the initiative that Nintendo is doing with their Nindies, a kind of cutesy little name. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see how long it takes me before I get tired of saying Nindies. Um, um, well, considering a lot of us still call them Ninty. Yeah. N I N T Y. Yeah, Nobody calls them that anymore. It's 2017. But kind of talk about some of the games that were out there and really dig down as to what Nintendo's plan is for Nindies. Mm-hmm. And is this, a th- is this a third party support that people have been wanting to see on the Switch? And where. I'm reading my notes right here. <clears throat> is this the support that the Switch needs to get other third parties, maybe bigger games, maybe not Assassin's Creed, but games like Assassin's Creed onto the Switch to kind of build up that rapport? Because everybody's always had that stigma with Nintendo consoles, like there's no third party support, da da da. Um, well, so first question, like, what did you think of the Nindy showcase? I'm actually all for it. I would like to see this more often, like once a quarter. That would be great. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with you. Just because, I mean, there's plenty of, uh, you know, there's plenty of indie developers out there, and I really do think that, heck, man, say Austin from the After Hours Game Dev Group decided he wanted to get a game. Like, what's his development path if he wanted to put it on the Switch? That's true. Yeah. You know, so I, I would like to see something more public about that uh, as far as that process, other than them going and courting these devs and bringing them in, which, hey, I'm also good with that, too. Bring me more games to the Switch make as many of them as downloadable as possible <laughs> so I can t- shove a honking micro SD card in there and continue to play all the you games. You and your micro SD cards, I swear. I swear. Hey, how many games do, do I have on my Switch right now? A lot. I, yeah. I will say he does have a lot. That's what I'm saying, man. There, there's only one cartridge I will ever buy for that console, and it's already been bought. And it's not coming out of the console. Legend of Zelda? Yes. <laughs> Surprise! Everybody's Surprise. got it. Yeah. More people bought that game than they did buy the Switch at launch. Yeah, but, but and that's what I'm saying though. I love the idea of just being able to have them all on there, like I did with my Vita. Oh wait, my Vita still has all my games on there too, but you don't hear me talking about it all the time. Yeah, nobody talks about Vita. Well, rip, hashtag Rip Vita. But Undertale talks about. Vita. <laughs> oh yeah, it did come on Undertale. Yeah, Vita got games. But as far as this third party support that we're seeing with the Nindies initiative, do you think that is some? As far as their execution, how do you? Do you think it's a good idea? Oh, no. Yes, Nintendo. full throttle. Uh, I need more. More, 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 more. More, more wants more. <laughs> so, yes, we need more indies on this thing. We need more AAA devs on this thing. Is 
I will if there's a game and it comes out on all the platforms except for Destiny, um, on the Switch, then I will buy it on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. It, it, surprisingly enough, there are a lot of. I think it's if you follow the gaming industry, you see it a lot. When new games are announced, one of the first questions that people have started asking now is, "Is it coming on Switch?" Is I need to be able to carry this around with me. Got it yeah. on the go. Yeah, I love it. I've got a, I've got the Switch backpack from PDP. Yeah. I love that. Every day I've got my Switch on it's me. It's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So and, I'm just saying. But like, just being able to take that system on the go, I think a lot of people are wanting all these third party games to come to the Switch, and I think there's a big movement of consumers want like third parties, please put it on the switch, put it on the switch. And I'm excited to see where Nindies goes. I like the name is cutesy, patootie, whatever you want to call it, but it's, it's, it's branding at its finest. Oh yes. But let, let's not kid everybody. There's one game on there that we want above all else. It's Wargroove. Yes. Fucking Wargroove. They showed it. Like for a quick second at the Nindies at Night showcase, and I still want that game. Go look up Wargroove if you haven't seen it. It it's looks amazing. Freaking awesome. Also, Nindiana Jones, that is amazing. Keep <laughs> it up, please. I need more of that as well. But I guess one of the big questions here for this topic, is this is the Nindies initiative strong enough to kind of help other third parties push their games to the system? Well, the Bandai Switch? Namco's on board because they are bringing, even though it's an older game, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 over. So That's they're true. working on that. Are they bringing fighters over? There's a lot of people asking for it. They have neither confirmed nor denied. Okay. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I love <laughs> fighters on that. <laughs> on the go. Oh snap. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Let me tell you something. That that would be the best of everything. Imagine being on an airplane. And we're all playing each other on Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, be awesome. But like, I know a lot of people have talked about. Uh, bring Assassin's Creed Origins, bring Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. And I think us as consumers and even developers need to take the switch with a grain of salt as far as moving third-party support. Do I think that Nindies is helping drive third-party support? Yes. Oh, I yeah. think showing that the system has games that people can enjoy is really crucial to getting those third parties on board. Mm-hmm. I also think as well that... <clears throat> The Nint- number one, the Nintendo Switch is not as powerful as the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4. And so for people to ask, I want the full Assassin's Creed experience on the Switch is kind of like, eh, you don't really want that. So here's why I would disagree with you. Okay. All right. So Skyrim can run on an NVIDIA Shield. That's a Tegra chip. Skyrim has been running on every single piece of gaming hardware since 2011. Holy crap. But, but go ahead. Go but ahead. It's a massive game. That's what I'm saying. You can render it at 720 instead of 1080 and all that other stuff. And all of a sudden your art assets are, you know, not as big. So it, it's entirely feasible to say, hey, you know what? I want this game in 720p, which is still technically high def. Yeah. But oh, actually, that's a good point. Chris, Assassin's Creed 2 was last gen. My man. It. Well, even just talking about Skyrim, I think most people, we can definitely say that Skyrim is not very graphic, de- graphically demanding. No, game. but it's still, it's a high fidelity game. Yeah. As far as visuals go, as far as the magic and the spell for, work. For a game from t- 2011, of course, it's a high fidelity game, sure. It's but, also got a lot of particle <laughs> collisions and all that stuff. And But even... Even talking about that, <laughs> yeah, boy. Even talking about that, like we're talking about games with like Assassin's Creed Origins in these high fidelity games. I guess my point in driving home is that I think third parties should look at putting games on the Switch, but don't assume that it needs to be a direct one to one transfer. A perfect example is um, Square Enix announced the Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket Edition, right. And they were big talks. I think one of the directors talked about, hey, we're going to bring it. We want to bring it to more consoles. It rhymes with Twitch. Huh? Wonder what system that could be. And it, I think that Final Fantasy 15 would be great on the Switch. But my expectations, I would like to see them take the Pocket Edition, like remaster it for consoles and bring it to the Switch. I think that would be perfect. The art style is not very demanding. You can have not complicated button inputs, even though the Switch controllers have plenty of buttons. But you're not having to force this huge, I don't even know how big the game is now, like 70 gigs 
on PS4 and Xbox One onto this console you can take on the go and overheat and blow the damn thing up. And then you, you, you're on the airplane, you have a Nintendo Switch, it blows up because you're playing Final Fantasy 15, and now you're in a Samsung Galaxy Note scenario where the plane's burning. They're like, oh, Nintendo <laughs> Switches are banned. People get pissed. It's a huge deal in the industry. I don't want to see that. And so to see have that on like a pocket edition or games like that where they don't necessarily, you can still look gorgeous and still not be very graphically heavy or intensive um wind waker yeah uh kingdom battle like every first party mario game from nintendo well here's the other thing look i'm not asking you to run crisis 3 on the on the switch okay i'm yeah. not asking for that i'm asking for something that's just like hey drop it down to 720 yeah the the, uh, the switch screen is 720 that's fine now, and I will definitely say, we may be oversimplifying the hell out of this. Game devs out there, let us know if we are in chat, if we're oversimplifying the hell out of this. Um, oh, um, Juego Stavio, cheers, guys, from Las Vegas. Cheers to you. If I had hey. beer in here, I would cheers to you, but it's just water. Um, maybe, look. <laughs> this is just coffee, man. We're Sorry. live on video, and it's late on a Sunday night here. Anything's possible in the future for future episodes of this. So, <laughs> just saying, knock on wood. Um but I guess that's what I'm saying is that I think third parties definitely, I mean, switches are selling a lot of hotcakes. They can barely keep them in stock. I think that that should be an alert to third party game developers. If they aren't already developing games for the system, they need to get there, get on it right now. Like hundred um, percent. Yeah. Especially considering the switch is outpacing the Wii sales. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, no dark Turner. That's not how this works. <laughs> the chat says, File export dot switch file. If only it were that easy. If only we wish. Oh no. <laughs> but I'm really excited. I, I know for me, as far as third party games on the switch, I'm not looking for a direct one-to-one comparison. Yeah. I will definitely say I'm one of the privileged few that has a PS4 and I have an Xbox one. We both do. Yep. And I'm not, I don't necessarily have to have this one-to-one comparison just so I can take this beautiful game on the go as long as it it's, runs well, it doesn't blow my switch up, and it has great gameplay. I'm down for it, sold completely. Yeah, it's not like we're looking for you know any of the Dark Souls games or Near Automata or any of the crazy Sony only games like Oh Horizon with Aloy right here. Oh, Aloy, like Aloy. Aloy on the go would be one, great. But... One of my favorite statues I've ever gotten. Um, but no, I'm um, I'm excited to see some more third party games come up. Um, oh, absolutely, most definitely. Topic two is here. Yes. I know there's one person in chat who's going to love this topic so much. It's the best topic ever. <laughs> Destiny 2. It keeps coming up, but we got a chance to participate in the, the PC beta. PC beta. If you are a fan of streams, we were actually um, joined Chris Scott and Credible Threat Gaming to stream the Destiny 2 PC beta, we played a lot of Crucible and did the strike with them. Yep. Um, I'm sure you can watch those videos over at CredibleThreatGaming.com. Check them out. Can I see us, hear us in the chat? Um, wreck face. Not really. But <clears throat> what we want to talk about with, what I want to talk about with the PC impressions is, of course, mm -hmm. what we thought of the PC beta. Okay. But also dig a little deep as to what we think the PC version of Destiny, what what the PC version of the game is going to do for Destiny mm -hmm. as a whole, especially looking back at kind of the ball drops that they did with Destiny One. Oh, jeez, yeah, uh, yeah. So number one, Destiny Two PC beta. What are your thoughts? So I played the I played the initial beta for console on the PS4 Pro, and my God, the video stutter. There there was a whole lot of issues on there. Now, they also got a lot of feedback because if you went into any of the PvP matches, mm -hmm. you would be like seconds left in finally getting your super. So it didn't yeah. charge fast enough. They, were, they, they got tremendous <clears throat> amounts of feedback on that. And one of the cool things is they, they and Vicarious Visions implemented a lot of that feedback. So when the PC beta rolled around, even though it's the same stuff we already played, the game felt smoother. And a lot of that has to do because you can uncap the frame rate, especially with Cam over here with his 1080 and just crank it to 11. Hey man, but, uh, buttery smooth 60 frames over here. I'm just saying, just saying. Yeah. Um, actually though, my 1060, uh, with the six gigs of VRAM 
like it handled it no problem at all. Yeah, I've checked the minimum and recommended specs for Destiny 2. They are not very demanding. Um, it's not too crazy. No. So. Not at all. Um, even this thing with an Apple logo on it, with Windows on it, could run it. Wow, really? Yes, and it's only got a 2 gig GPU. And it ran it at over 30 frames per second. That's actually pretty impressive. Wow, that's not bad. Yeah, so it's going to be a, an entirely different animal. Um, especially if you've got a nicer video card, you can just uncap the frame rate, crank it up the high, and say, get good, scrub lords, and move on. Uh, now, I will say, though, that didn't make everything better. The frame yeah. rate does make things better, but they did a lot of tweaks on the back end. So PvP, now you got to get to 100 points for the victory or time it out, either or. Yeah. Um, then the other big thing for me was, oh, hey, if you're doing well, like when I rolled the Warlock, mm-hmm. I could get supers twice in a match and it wasn't, it was like, okay, cool. I can afford to sit on this or no, I need to go hard right now. We need to crank it to 40 <laughs> and 11, forget 11. We're going to 40 cause we got to win this <laughs> all day, every day. Woo. Max um, no, plus ultra. Here you go. Anime fans there. No, 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 I, I did my even, plug. No, no, no. We had to go even further beyond. Okay. Yeah, we're just, just throwing them out there. Throwing no, them out no, there. no, no, no. I'm, I'm sticking to that one. It's never going away. I'm sorry it's been around since before that crap. Yeah. Actually, my hero's not bad. I'm not trash. <laughs> I, I enjoy it quite a bit, but still. I My impressions of the beta, I agree with everything you said. The 60 frames per second uncapped frame weight, rate. Ooh, wait, frame weight. <laughs> frame rate was awesome. Like, as soon as you fired it up, there was a complete difference. It was smoother. Mm-hmm. Everything looked better. It looked like a PC game. Yeah. And I think you, you brought up Vicarious Visions. That may be something that people, if you're watching the stream or listeners, you're tuning in. Des- Bungie is not developing the PC version. Vicarious Visions is doing that for them. They've partnered. <clears throat> let me put my air quotes in for our viewers. Partnering with Vicarious Visions in order to get that game out there. Wait, now who owns Vicarious Visions? Activision. There you go. Surprise. I see. I smell a deal here. Some tricky stuff going on, but it it is it feels like a different game with that uncapped frame rate. Oh, it totally frames. is. Um, I will definitely say keyboard and mouse. I think you can tell a very big difference if you're a traditional FPS player using keyboard and mouse as, as compared to controllers. If you play Destiny One on PS4 or Xbox One. It was a lot smoother. You're weird. He's super weird. He uses a controller. Yeah. On the PC. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this. But you And know. I was at the top of the team. And semantics. Semantics. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I really enjoyed playing the game. I and mean, we played some Crucible matches. The mm-hmm. Arena and the 4v4. I like that way better than the 6v6. Yes, it feels a lot tighter, and you it's much more noticeable when you lose somebody. Oh, Let me go ahead and say, I actually got to play the beta this time. For people who do not know and have not heard my story, I have a <laughs> PS4 Pro, and I got completely screwed out of playing the beta on that because every time I got to the intro story with Zavala, where you're basically <laughs> fighting the waves of enemies, it crashed on me. So <laughs> I, 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 was, I was glad to pay, play it for the first time on PC. So it was super fun, super enjoyable, I can't wait for the PC version. I definitely, I, I think that's going to draw a lot of people in, hundred percent. Oh yeah, I mean, I already bought it on PS4 and PC, so it's not like it's I'm not going to be playing it anywhere. Yeah, but it, getting back to our kind of the meat and potatoes of this topic is some of the questions I have on our notes here. Will more people flock to the PC version now that they've had their open beta? People have had a chance to play it, and will the PC version drive? Destiny 2 to become more relevant than it was with Destiny 1. The fact that they have a PC version will that make Destiny more relevant in the gaming space than it was back with Destiny 1 came out. Not to say that there were a lot of big fans for Destiny and it was always still there, but I think mm-hmm. that when Destiny came out, there wasn't that impact, that oomph, because of some of the issues they had and the bumps along. You know, everybody's heard the issues with the story or lack thereof. And. <laughs> Everything yeah. that went down with Destiny's development, do we think that the PC version will kind of bring Destiny 2 up to the top more with some of the games we're, we've known and enjoy and expect to hear critical games like Call of Duty and the Mario's and the Horizons and the Gears of Wars and the Halos of this generation? 
I'm going to pull back from a conversation we were having at another time, not off mic, uh, where, and I think Chris may have been involved in this, where we were talking about how Destiny one, like, and I believe you made this point was essentially kind of like Assassin's Creed one. It was, it was an okay game, had good framework and all that stuff. After playing this, I hope this is the Assassin's Creed 2 of the Destiny universe. And, and, and then we talked about, like, there are a lot of games that people kind of criticized a little bit, but then when the sequel comes out, it's like, oh my god, this is the true game. And it's like that, I don't want to say early access, but that foundation. Like, Assassin's Creed was a good game, yes. but Assassin's Creed 2 is what everybody remembers. Yeah. Watch Dogs was, a good, was an okay game, but Watch Dogs 2 was the game that, oh man, this is a really good. And it, that trend, Destiny, was a good game when it came out and then it got better with the Taken King. And now we're moving into destiny two and all signs look that this game is going to be great. So here's my favorite thing so far about the game. I'm going to count, go ahead and count the characters uh, in destiny one that had attitude and their own actual personality. Cade six. I'm done. done. (laughs) Um, So far Ikora actually has a personality um, which is great because she looks like some chick you do not want to meet in a dark alley because she don't. will wreck your face. She's got the invective shotguns on. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, just saying. Is that where my invective went? Yeah, probably. Oh, I'm going to have to shank her. <laughs> but um, then on top of that, like we actually get emotion out of Zavala. Yep. We, we actually do. got something other than the stoic like Guardians. <laughs> it, I was mind blown. I was like, wait, wait, what? But bringing back to the question, do we think that this PC version... And and viewers, if you're in chat, definitely let us know. I mean, keep keep talking. We're we're watching the chat. We may throw you some of your comments out here in the stream. Do we think that the new the PC version? Do we think more people are going to go to PC? Yes, and I think we're going to get a lot of converts that never play on console into this game as well. Because you got to look at the guys that play CS:GO uh, online. <laughs> PC Master Race. <laughs> Well, no, oh, I'm sorry. In all seriousness, sorry. yes, I, I love my gaming rig, so I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. But I, I think the guys that play PvP primarily, mm-hmm. the Crucible felt so good on this, like with the adjustments they made. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine a lot of those guys not coming over. Yeah. Then, I mean, heck, a lot of people that play Overwatch are going to jump into this game and be like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." It's in Battle.net, yeah. So true. we're going to see that kind of bleed into each other. And I bet you some of the people that get this game are like, you know what? Fine. Let me try Overwatch. Yeah. So oh, master plan at Activision. It, it's more money for them. So I don't see a problem with it. I read a cool little article from Polygon mm-hmm. and they had some good points. So it kind of my response, it kind of throws me up in the air. I don't know. I, on the one hand, I think that it will. I mean, especially the specs aren't too crazy. It's a PC game. It's a first-person shooter, and there are a lot of per- first-person shooter fans mm-hmm. on PC. So I think this is a game that they're definitely going to dive into, especially with you can go up to 4K, uncapped frame rate, all those cool little features that PC guys are going to get. But the article talked, uh, uh, made a pretty decent point, is that Bungie's developing this game mainly for consoles. Yeah. And so what you're going to see is you are going to walk into that, you know, we'll talk about the, just the launch. The yep. game comes out this week on September September 6th. Fifth for those of us on Central Time at 11 p.m. Exactly. And it's on consoles only. Yes. The PC version is going to come out late October. Correct. And by the time the PC version comes out, I'm sure that console players are already going to have gone through all the content. They're going to have beaten the raid. And <laughs> done the strikes and everything. And mm-hmm. basically squeezed that game to its maximum before PC players even jump in. Yes. Will that, could that draw some people in? Maybe not. I know Blizzard games, if you take like Diablo on PC, opposed to consoles, PC version was always priority and got updates first. Yeah. Are we going to see that same thing with consoles? They're always going to get the latest updates and expansions first, and then PC players have to wait an extra month or two, and how that's going to maybe potentially divide the community? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, the community is already partially divided already because the PlayStation gets a lot of stuff early that PlayStation Nation has to. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those that, like, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, yeah, actually, you know what? Good job, Chris. It's going to be tough to go almost two months without spoilers. He's right. Um, Beyond that, honestly, 
at this point, I know I'm going to be jumping to PC just because, oh, hey, it's going to be easier to stream. Plus, it's going to be easier to just be like, oh, hey, let's open up Discord and chat and go things like that. So, yeah, yeah I don't know, man. It's I hope they don't spoil things too much as far as that goes. Like, yeah. keep if you want to play it on PC and not touch the console, don't even look at this game. Yeah, it's going to suck. And I'm, I'm curious how people that, like, I, I want to get the PC version, but like, uh, but it's coming out this week and it's on consoles only. Here's, here's the easy answer. Why not both? That's what we did. <laughs> well, we got both. But um, it, I don't know what... I'm curious to see how this is going to shake out. I do think I, when it's going to come down to it, I do think more people are going to be on PC just because there's a huge first-person shooter base on PC. No, no, I agree with you. Uh, I'm, I hope the Vicarious Visions is working closely enough with the Bungie team on this that they keep the updates in parity because we already mm-hmm. know that the first exp- uh, DLC expansion drop will be in uh, Q1 of 2018, so right before Christmas, November, in that time frame. Okay. So we're going to see that happen. So, yes, it comes out in September, and then we're already going to be getting DLC right before... It's flying here. We're just yeah. button the mics. Right before everything else, you know, rolls over into the next calendar year. Yeah. So who knows? Hopefully not. And what's our um, our next... The next question we had, do you think... Do you think the PC version will make Destiny 2 more relevant than it was before? Absolutely. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it may not seem like a whole lot to the console plebs out there. Um, I'm one of them as well, but <laughs> also PC Master Race, so figure that out, people. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, no, in, in all seriousness, there are more PCs out there than there are consoles. Yeah. So at this point, just because a lot of people play League of Legends, it's one of the most played games on the planet. What if like 4% of that game gets pulled over to Destiny? That's true. You know, that's a big number. Now, a lot of those people play that because it's free to play, but still, it's it's something. That fly just won't leave you alone. <laughs> it, it keeps going around both of us, man. I'm over this You're thing. Watching the video, it's funny. He's doing all this. It's great. Yeah. It. I think that will it make it more relevant? If I think some people in the chat are talking about it too, like yeah, I really think it's going to depend on those updates. If those updates come one two months later on PC than on consoles. I think that's going to be a hard sell for its relevance because you're, it's going to pop when the if it's on consoles first, and then that's when the updates are going to be the biggest. It's like, oh, this new expansion, these new updates are on consoles, but PC players get it a month or two later. Um, but I think where PC players may make it more relevant is if it is a great game, if it is a great first-person shooter, which Bungie has been known to do. Yeah, <laughs> Halo. Um, then yes. it's going to drop pull those first person shooter fans over on PC and mm-hmm. that could help it. Yeah. But I, I really think one of the big questions, the question marks is going to be how the game's going to be updated after launch yeah. on both PC and on consoles. So um actually uh Dark Thunder to reply to you man, uh, I'm gonna tell you now it's not the primary console because Bungie is a console game maker. If they actually cared about PCs they would have made it themselves. Yeah and that's one of the things we talked about is that Vicarious Visions is b- basically, again, <clears throat> partnering with Bungie to make the PC port, and Bungie's focus is still on console. So I'm curious how that partnership is going to work between them and Vicarious to get the updates and whatnot on the console. And Activision brought in another developer as well to help make extra content. So, Oh, yeah. Take a, take a big load off there. So we'll see. But we'll see. Um, if you're excited for Destiny, let us know. If you're listening, let us know on our page in the comments um, if you're watching the video. Or if you're listening and you want to let us know, send us a thing at rockpunchgo.com slash contact. Let us know what you think um, about the topics and whether you think the PC version of Destiny 2 may outperform and help Destiny 2 overall as a whole. Um, Since we're doing video now, I figured we'd Mm -hmm. add one more quick little thing at the end because I already saw some questions going through chat here. All right. Uh, We're going to do a quick Q&A with some of our people that are watching via stream, um, via video, and answer a couple of questions here before we sign off for the night. Um, I'm looking. I know I saw one earlier. Let me me pull this up. Juegos Tavio actually um, responds over on YouTube and asks, what do you guys think about cross-platform example if you have Minecraft for Nintendo? I think the question there is, what do we think as far as cross-platform play? 
As um, an example, like Xbox and PC playing against each other in Crucible. Yeah. The the big topics in news lately have been um, Minecraft for Nintendo, but not on PlayStation. Rocket League for Nintendo. Crossplay with Xbox and Windows, but not for PlayStation. You sensing a theme here? Mm-hmm. You don't be surprised. What do you what are your what are your thoughts on this cross platform kind of battle that Sony's more or less Sony's having with the rest of the industry? It's or, it's not a battle that they're having. They just chose not to do it because they don't have to. They're in the lead, and they're they're essentially saying, you know what, we don't need to play nice with you guys on that aspect because we're king at this point. Yeah, I think definitely because. Sony and PlayStation have over 60 million consoles. I think there's a little bit of cockiness going on there. They're in the lead. People are buying their consoles and snatching them up left and right. There's really no leverage for them to do cross-platform play with like Minecraft and Rocket League. But do you think they should? Oh, yeah. The more people that can play together, the better. I'm not opposed to that. Um, The big issue is um, Sony is a Japanese company, and they have the mindset of, no, we are here for ourselves. And the people making games for our platform and our customers. That's it. Now, their thought on their customers is keeping them in a walled garden to protect them. Walled garden. Um, (laughs) And that's not necessarily the best of ideas nowadays with, I mean, let's be real. Sony got hacked. Target got hacked. Home Depot got hacked. You see a trend here. Anything on the internet can be hacked. It's given time, money, and people crazy enough to do it. So it's not like you're making anything better. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's my thought. Yeah, I I'd agree. Um, I don't. Sony's in the lead. I don't think they have to. Should they? Yeah. Um, it, all that's going to do is drive more people to your platform. I get some of the semantics behind it. You know, it's going to be weird if you're signing in to Rocket League on your PlayStation and all of a sudden an Xbox window comes up, eh, kind of clash in there. But I think that at the end of the day they should be helping the gamers out. And I think that that's one of the best things to do is for rocket league and Minecraft to take those games, cross network with them, let people play together. I think that's well. And rocket league on PlayStation does play with PC. Really? Yeah. And so does oh, yeah, no. and final fantasy, the MM, the MMO that's on PlayStation and PC, you can cross play between those. You yep. just can't play with other consoles. So Sony does it when they want to, but only when they want to. I'd agree. I'd agree. I think that's the only question we had in our chat. Anything else, guys? Feel free. Hit us up. Let us know in the chat if you have any quick questions here before we sign off. Um, Any of your thoughts on Destiny 2? Any topics we talked about? Um, You know the the gif floating around of Marisov's brother uh, with the screen shaking and the hype? Yes, yes. That's kind of where I'm at right now. (laughs) I'm super excited. Um, Like we said earlier at the beginning of the show, if you... Didn't see at the beginning, we are going to have a Rocket Punch live stream of Destiny 2 on mm-hmm. September 7th at um, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, go to rocketpunchgo.com. You'll be able to find all the details there. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I've already pre-downloaded. Everything's ready to go. Um, Even the 1.02 patch that was over 6 gigs. Yeah. That's Actually, downloaded too. I'm surprised it's as big as it is. It wasn't that big. Well, the game itself was only like 32 gigs. Yeah, and, the, was... and the beta test on PC was like 15 gigs. So yeah. I was really shocked about that. Will, yeah, take a breath, sir. That's the end. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to be streaming Destiny. Yes. um, The 7th. September 7th, Rocket Punch Live. Right here, twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch Live or youtube.com slash Rocket Punch Go. (laughs) It just answered that. Yeah, stream delay. It's okay. It's, It's not your fault. It's not your fault at all. Guys, that is it for the relaunch episode Rocket Punch Cast, episode yep. 74. Um, again, I, I think definitely ending. We've talked about all the new stuff. We've had our regular episode. But again, we've. I think I want to say, I'll give you some time to say words that we, first and foremost, we've been here since 2015. We've been doing content for almost two years now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been crazy. It's been fun. It's been hard. But I think that at the end of the day, you guys, uh, the fans that are listening via podcast services, listening on our website, the viewers that are tuning in, we can't say thank you enough. Um, the, you, you guys are what's keeping us doing this, keeping our drive alive to continue to make this content for you each and every week. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we always appreciate your feedback, whether it's helpful, 
constructive or, you know, hey, good job or hey, maybe tweak this or do something like that. We we appreciate it either way. It helps us learn from it. It helps us make better content for you. Um, and I think at the end of the day, it's been a, been a long couple of weeks getting this relaunch ready to go. Yeah, it has. Um, 2 a.m. nights. Sometimes, sometimes later. Sometimes later than that. I think yesterday night I was up to like four. Yes. With uh, <laughs> some coke and wild turkey <laughs> oh is that all yeah you know, that was all that's all i needed to help me out but um we really want to i i know i definitely want to say i'm sure will as well say thank you guys for tuning in to the inaugural stream uh, like we said at the beginning of the episode we will be doing the rocket punch cast live every sunday at 7 p.m central standard time so if you're by a computer you're on twitch you're on youtube you want to check us out you can definitely tune in but if you can't if you are a Patreon member, you will get um, video and audio early on that Monday afterwards. And otherwise, everybody else is going to get all the video and audio on podcast services, on um, streaming services on Tuesdays. Yep. Um, but it definitely, like I said at the beginning of the show, subscribe to our podcasts. It helps us out. Give us feedback on it. Rate us. Review us. Yes. It helps our discovery a lot. And it, we really appreciate it there. It helps us get better. Mm -hmm. Um Huego says, thank you guys very much for all the info. You're very welcome, sir. Very welcome. Uh, I've talked. Will, any any words you got to say? No, it's been a lot of learning. Uh, I've learned quite a bit in the last several months. That's an understatement. <laughs> so, no, thanks, guys. I appreciate you showing up, paying attention, and contributing. Yeah, I can't, most definitely. I can't thank you for anything more than that. Yeah. If, if, like we said, if you ever forget who we are, what we do, what, what the content we have, rocketpunchgo.com. Your one-stop shop now for everything that we do. Go in there. You'll find everything you need to know about us. Yep. Until then, guys, that's the end of episode 74 of the Rocket Punch cast. Oh, <laughs> are we going to have an after-class quiz? That's a good idea. Maybe we'll add that in a little bit later. Um, I, I thought the quiz was on us with the Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is true. Patreon members get a Q&A, so patreon.com slash Rocket Punch. But that's the end of episode 74 of the Rocket Punch cast. We appreciate your guys' support. It's been great helping you out and serving you guys and giving you the content that you guys ask us for. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.